The Barbara and His Therapist is sponsored by Helm Boots. Handmade in Austin, Texas. Man-made to last forever. Welcome to The Barber and His Therapist. I am Woody Lavelle, male groomer and life coach. I'm Ian Howard, life coach and therapist. On this show, we explore psychological principles and how men can incorporate them in their lives. So here, Woody and I have established four core principles that make up the barber and the therapist philosophy and have been incorporated into the barbershop at the BSC. Number one, you already have a lot of what you need, exploring how people already come with this knowledge built in. Number two, the exterior matters, grooming, fitness, nutrition, style. Number three, the interior matters. Thought creates experience and moment-to-moment thinking. And number four, living your life with wisdom, combining the exterior and the interior. So this week, we're talking about that core principle number one. You already have a lot of what you need. Welcome back. Welcome back. Right? Nice to be back. Yeah, here at the line the second time. Mm -hmm. Right? The opening here was pretty... Was pretty impressive, pretty intense, right? Yeah. Something a little bit different. A lot of discussion. Right, right. We had a live audience and had people participating and bringing up different topics. And it almost turned into the Donahue show or something. Yeah. Right? So it's it's nice to be back with just (laughs) you. I have to be honest. And um, um, I feel like I'm back in a private session with my therapist. There you go. You know, and I'm excited about that today. And um, we'd like to welcome everybody and... um, and um, yeah, I mean, introduce you know, introduce this session, and let's let's jump in. Let's, let's see it. if we can um, help our fellow men out today. Yeah, yeah. Well, great intro as always. Um, you know, today we had we had kind of centered on the idea of men being allies, right? Allies to women in a changing world, and we touched on this in the last podcast, right? And it's kind of a theme that runs through what we're doing, which is this idea that, that, that men's world is changing and men need to shift with it. Right. Um, but what that brought us to in talking about how to be an ally to women was our first principle of the barbershop club, of the barber and the therapist, right? Which right. is the idea that you already have what you need, mm-hmm. right? That's the first <clears throat> principle. And for me, as a therapist, that's based on the idea that you're one thought away from whatever it is that you're seeking, Mm -hmm. right? Because oftentimes, I mean, like, you know, being a therapist, knowing therapists, what often is the case is that therapists will talk about the length of time that you need to be able to heal, Mm -hmm. that that is a long length of time. And what you and I have talked about, right, is the basis of what we're doing is that this shift, this shift can happen quickly. You know, you can get something out of one of these four principles that we've come up with, and that will make you shift. So that's really where we come from when we're talking to any man, life coaching, therapy, or together, right, about, um, about their 
maybe anxiety around the way the world is shifting or their sadness around the way the world is shifting. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk to them about as a man or as anybody really, right? But for them as a man, you're one thought away from being who you want to be. Right. Um, And I think that really, that really kind of resonates throughout all of the things that we teach is this idea that you have what you need and you're one right. thought away from that need. And um, it makes me think, and I'm like, th- I've been racking my brain because I have this story banked in my mind. Okay. And I'm thinking like, yo, did I say this last time? <laughs> right. I may have. So I just want to put right. that little disclaimer. Okay. Um, I think I may have. But it really resonates with me. There's a guy who does like a... Um, a C, he was on CNN and he also has a YouTube channel and he's like a former white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, this just really resonated with me. He was like on a flight going to a convention mm-hmm. for white supremacists. I don't know where they go, but he was headed there. Mm-hmm. And um, an older black woman sat next to him and he was like suited up, like the boots, the whole shit. And he started talking to her. He allowed, like they started conversing. And from that conversation, he was like, this stuff that I'm doing is bullshit. Mm. And so what it spoke to me is this principle that we have, which is, you know, and that conversation changed him. And now he helps white supremacists get out of the life. Mm. So what that tells you is that you're not far from who you want to be or from you know, what we call enlightenment, right? Or from this... Or being other, on the right side of things. Being on the right <laughs> side of things. You're really close to it, right, always. Right. You're one thought away. You're one right. thought away. So that's kind of where we're coming from today, right? Yeah. Talking about this, this concept. But <clears throat> what, what almost derailed this process a little bit was what you went through this week. Right mm-hmm. or, or what not derailed, but what shifted us. I think we were going to kind of, we were thinking maybe we come at this from a different angle, but um, what you went through this week was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And then it also relates to what we're talking about. But, but um, I'm glad we're able to talk about that in this podcast because it's, right, right. it's something that, that, that was such a, such a big thing. So Right. No, I think, it's, I think it's very evident and it's right on point with the first principle of um, you always speaking on you already have a lot of what it takes within you when you come to the table. And, you know, yeah, this, this weekend was, was very intense and a very special, a special time for me and something very, very incredible happened. You can call it a miracle or, or whatever, but um, if anyone knows the story, basically, you know, I was on a run with my father that I've basically been taking for over two decades on a local beach in a neighborhood we live in. And he, he collapsed on the run. It happened to be right in, right in front of a lifeguard tower. So, um, that was a big, a big, um, you know, reason why things worked out. But basically, you know, a young female lifeguard, and a female nurse standing by was able to jump in, and um, we brought him back to life. I actually witnessed him take his last and his first breath back, right? And, you know, 
it just really kind of set something in stone for me and in which I've always kind of known, but made it so evident and made me want to share with other people and especially men that, you know, we cannot do this alone. Women have been the vessel to bring us into this world and they are our guardian. They are our, you know, they're there for us. I mean, I, I, I witnessed this. I witnessed a, a girl just a few years older than my daughter, you know, um, um, perform CPR and bring my father back to me. So, you know, you know, watching these two females do this was just incredible. And it just goes to show you that we are not in this alone. We cannot do this ourselves. And they are, uh, you know, a, 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 not just a big part of it, but to me, the answer. Right. And when you talk about, you know, already having a lot of what it takes to make this change or to create these thoughts in the moment. Right. When I when I think of that, I think about I think about like already having these different females in my life. Right. You know, having my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, my daughter already having these things, these relationships in my life that I can bring to the table, right? Because at the end of the day, my wife helps me be a better partner, be a better person, teaches me compassion, right? My daughter, you know, I'm responsible for, you know, um, she is also a certified lifeguard and you know, I'm teaching her how to be strong, how to be brave, how to have courage. These are things that most of the time we're just talking to with our sons. But they're just as important, if not more important, with the girls and the women in our lives, right? So when we talk about already having a lot of what it takes to make these changes to be better, I think a lot about the opposite sex, right? So today, as we focus on principle number one, already having a lot within you, you know, to what it, what it takes to make these changes and to create this moment-to-moment thinking, to make these changes, to adapt and make these adjustments, to support this drastic and, and, and radical change going on in society, to support women, to be by their side, to be better men, right? To be responsible and take charge. I think that um, I think that it's it's um, it's very important that we stress how important principle number one is. Sure. Yeah. Man, you you have me thinking a lot about a lot of things. Right. Because it, it, you know, I think initially, you know, the first thing is your father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we spoke this week on the phone and you told me about this. And it like, it, I just had so many thoughts, you know. I thought about my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I reached out to him. Right, right. You know, right. I did. I was like, yeah. you know what, I'm going to call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought about you yeah. and, and how close you and your father are. Mm-hmm. And how much he means to you and just to, you know, to who you are, 
you know? Right. Um, and, and so I just had all of this, this, this thought about it and, and um, hearing you talk about it again just connected me again to this, to this idea of, of really um, being thankful Right. And, right, and, and right. You, you, you mentioned the word miracle, but I think it's such a powerful thing that what happened, you know, this kind of real, I mean, you know, it's wonderful that he's still here with us. Right, right. You know, and, and you know, you know, and I, you know um, I also want to say, you know, anyone that knows us and has ever had a visit to the barbershop and caught my dad in the barbershop and had time to speak with him, he's, he's always made a huge impression on people, sure. you know, when he meets them. Um, you can you can quickly you know like you shared really uh, appreciate the relationship that we have and I just want to talk about you know something that happened in that moment mm-hmm. of him being saved you know I was sort of like a deer in headlights right it's sort of like I I felt helpless but the the bystander which was a nurse she very calmly said to me. You know, hey, you need to get in his ear and talk to him and and bring him back. You know, you know, basically while she was doing her work, right? And then it's just like it was that comforting, compassionate voice that made me feel, you know, made me feel comfortable with with, with what was going down, right? And I just have to just you know, I <laughs> and and I'm here to tell you there were plenty of men standing around. Just watch it, okay? And it was like people were freaking out. But to see these two females, this one only 18 years old and this nurse, you know, no one else stepped up, right, you know? Right. And it just, it just, it just clarified a lot of, about what I already, already believe. And it was just incredible to be a part of it because my, because my father has the same philosophy, you know, you know, when it comes to the opposite sex and respecting women and, and, and you know, you know, you know, looking out for women and children. And, and that's just how he brought me up. And um, and yeah, it was just, you know, I just can't talk about just how how comforting, you know, you know, this bystander that I didn't know. But to happen to be a woman made you know, made me feel not that it couldn't have been the same with a male or a man or anything like that. But, um, um, it was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty incredible to experience yeah. that, you know, for sure. And I think what it, the, the second thing I heard you say that I think is really poignant is this idea that, um, the women in our lives, you know, are, are, are people that we can turn to, mm-hmm. right. That men, I think men oftentimes feel alone in their experience of whatever shift society is doing or whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that for men, um, a lot of times these things that go on are a very personal experience, mm-hmm. not a communal experience. Mm-hmm. So one of the, one of the really, again, one of the things I really, that's, that spoke to me that you said is like turn, turning to your daughters, right? Turning to your aunts, turning to your, um, mother to the women in your life to talk about these things and ask them their expertise, mm-hmm. right? What's their experience in life and how can, you know, and, 
and and let me tell you, right? I mean, and I, and you know this, right? Like your wife, your mom, your aunts, they're going to be real with you. You're right. They're right. going to tell you, you know, it, it, and hopefully in a loving way. <laughs> right, right, right. But I mean, you know, they're going to tell you the things that... Um, that you can that that can, you can shift that that you can improve on that you can or whatever or or become more understanding about right right exactly and so I think that's really what I what I one of the other things again that that really spoke to me was this idea like look to the people that you care about <laughs> they're experts not only in you right because they know you and they love you and they and and they've been around you but they're also experts in in this process of being communal, right? Right. I mean, let's face it, right? I mean, if we're, if we're talking about redefining masculinity and getting closer to our um, compassionate side, right, and, and being vulnerable, you know, we can't turn to men for this, right? Yeah. Men have beat us over the head that, yo, we need to, like, hold back the tears, strap up the boots, and keep it moving, hmm. right? So, so it's important that we understand that. That we need to turn to them and we need to and we need to listen to them because, you know, the women of my life are letting me know that it's okay. Hmm. It's okay to cry. It's okay to show compassion. Hmm. Right. And 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 that's and that's really what 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 this message is today and um, expressing and putting and putting so much emphasis on the first principle. Right. Is that we're coming to the table already with a lot of what we have. We just need to open. We just need to open the gates and let it and let it flood out. Right. And it's okay to go to women for answers. Right. You don't have, you know, you know, so many times we want to go to the, you know, the mob boss or the. You know what I'm saying? You know, the top top of the chain or the CEO or the boss man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, it, you, know, you know, it's right there in front of you, man, and your wife, your girlfriend, your coworker that's a female, your daughter, you know? And um, um, as, we, as we, you know, go through the rest of the summer, in the summer, going into fall, and we introduce the other three principles, we want guys to know that this is going to be part of that journey, yeah. right? This is going to be part of that journey. First, you have to accept the fact that women are going to be involved in this change, okay? They are a big part of it, and they are the answer, and they are going to help us get there and make us better, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and yeah, and so I'm excited. I'm excited about introducing the other three principles. Um, um, I'm excited about talking about this one today. And um, I'm very excited about getting you back one-on-one. But also, you know, the next podcast, we will be bringing back in the audience and going live and, and getting people to, to um, participate and um, let them tell us how they feel about things. And we'll have some feedback and we'll take it from there. But, um, yeah. but yeah, Ian, what are you thinking, man? You want to um, take us home? Yeah, let me, let me do that. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one of the things, too, is um part of this first principle is the idea that people have everybody has wisdom like everybody has this ability to really understand and commune with someone right that there's just inherent wisdom um inherent understanding 
And oftentimes, when people find barriers between each other, it's just that that you lose sight of that idea that, um, like you said, your daughter, your wife, your mother, your best friend, the bartender that's a, that's a woman, all of these women have wisdom, you know? And I think as men, we've always been taught to go to, like you, you said, the mob boss, right? But, but the, the man that has the understanding. And I think that what, what you really brought home is this idea that, well, that's kind of bullshit because everybody has wisdom. And, and um, if we just inquire with them, if we talk to them, they'll let us know. You know, I mean, earlier before we started the podcast, right, everyone that's in this room was talking about recording, right, their loved ones, people that may not be here with us anymore, but had all of this wisdom, you know, my mom says it all the time, right, and we've, we've talked about this, my mom uh, from Mexico, but she talks a lot about how she, lo- like, I wish I talked to, you know, your grandfather about the things that that they were that were going on in his life when he was a kid, you know. Um, anyways, but but really, again, that shows this idea of like, hey, everybody has something that's valuable and can help you in your kind of journey and also in your betterment. Right, right. You know, and I'll just say this, you know, because that because that reminds me of, um, you know. You know, part of the moment that went down in the saving of my father when I was watching this this young lifeguard save my father's life and, you know, listening to my daughter ha- have have anxiety about getting certified. She was she was on her way to take the last test and get it certified. She had she had anxiety. And I'm like, baby, what's wrong? And she's like, you know, I'm actually afraid that if I get certified, I'll actually be responsible and have to actually save someone's life. And I said, hey, girl, I said, you ain't got to worry about that. The odds of you actually having to save someone are very slim. It almost right. never happens, this and that. And then, you know, come to find out right there at the local beach, one of the lifeguards that she knows actually has to perform CPR and save her grandfather's life, right? So, but like you said, it's like it was what myself and wife brought to the table that made it work. It was her watching her mother, who is a um, um, a very a very good swimmer, swam in school, you know, you know, swam competitively, you know, taught me how to swim correctly, you know, encouraged Lila to do that, and it was me bringing to the table that hey, look, you can push through this, mm-hmm. right? And you need to be brave and have courage. Hmm. So that's the man and the woman coming together and bringing something to the table, right? Yeah. To, to, to be a part of something and watching it manifest. So watching that manifest in my daughter was beautiful. And then watching it actually play out that Sunday afternoon at the beach sure. was incredible, yeah. right? So, you know, yeah, I'm very thankful and um, we're lucky enough to maybe there'll be a day where we can actually have my father on the podcast, I love that, yeah. you know, and awesome. um, and he can share his experience and definitely bring his wisdom because anyone that's been to the BSC and had a chance to meet him, you know, have so many clients and friends that call him Papa Woody and he's their mentor and um, and he and he's really into 
to um, um, being a part of, um, you know, redefining masculinity and helping guys function and be productive in a changing society. Yeah. All right. That's wonderful, man. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And, um, hey, tune in, RSVP for the next one, and we'll come back live to you next month. Be good. The barber and his therapist records live at the Line Hotel in Koreatown, Los Angeles. Listen to our show anywhere you find your podcast. Follow us on all socials at The Barbershop Club. <laughs>